tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. It's been an interesting day in Parliament among the majority members. A few months back, it was a turn of the minority side to experience what some at that time called a coup. As you're witnessing today, there has been another major press conference addressed by the first Deputy Speaker of Parliament. Why? Because there were reports this morning of a reshuffle, a shake-up, in the minority leadership, the majority leadership in Parliament, and he wanted to make it absolutely clear that nothing like that has happened, and nothing like that would happen, that anybody beyond the majority group itself that attempts to reshuffle that group will be met with resistance. There will be a revolt, and he was very clear about that, and that the rules have changed. Well, we put to him the constitution of the parties, uh, the, the, we put to him the issues in the party's own constitution, which says that that decision will be made in consultation uh, with the executives. He says, well, we are talking now about a different scenario altogether within the new standing orders. That is an interesting press conference, indeed, that we saw uh, from the Fed Deputy Speaker of Parliament. He was absolutely clear about this, that changes has not happened, and that such publications that we've seen in the newspapers or on social media are simply not true and that anybody attempts to do so uh, is, is doing so without any authority. That is where we are tonight. Why? Because we've seen a lot of chatter. Ourselves have confirmed this, speaking to uh, deep throat sources within the party that there had been a planned reshuffle as part of this wider uh, change that the incumbent President is attempting to do with the changes in the reshuffle we've seen last week among the ministers, but also we've seen the same along the lines of the MMBCs who have been moved around, and this was also going to affect Parliament. In fact, we were told that as far as the leadership goes, Oseche Mensabonsu was supposed to lose his current position, and he would have been succeeded by Alexander Fenyomarke, who is currently his Deputy, we were also told that Frank Amundompre was going to be the deputy majority leader uh, instead of Afonio Marke, who moves up to become the majority leader himself. Then we had the story that Habib Idris will now become the majority chief whip. Some significant shakeups there. Patricia Pedro was going to be brought in to become the first deputy whip. Alex Tete was also going to come in as the second deputy whip as Idris moves up there. Lydia Hassan was going to go. That was what we heard, and many sources confirmed it. But, but what even confirmed and validated this, as we heard from sources, even yesterday at the party's NEC meeting and the National Council meeting, was that it was actually on the, the agenda for consideration. It was on the list of things to be considered. Somebody put it there, and it actually was taken into the meetings. And we heard today from Mark Miller, who's a former national chairman who was on, on, on Joy News, and he confirmed that indeed it was there, except that when it came to it, the national executive of the party said, well, more consultations need to happen, and so they should take it back and, and consult broadly. So it was not considered at that meeting yesterday, although it was on the list of things to be talked about. Somebody put it there. The key question is, who did? Mark Miller really suggests that it must have come from within the majority ranks, that somebody within the majority ranks put forth this suggestion 
to have a shake-up. And we've seen the reaction today from none other than the first Deputy Speaker of Parliament, who is a member of Parliament for Bekwai. Now, we know that the reason why this is important, that, that the, the whole controversy, that it, it sh- a reshuffle among the uh, ranks in Parliament, the leadership in Parliament, and the minority-majority side, it causes a bit of a, of, of a chaos. We saw that with the reshuffle of the minority last time. And when that happened, we saw that Harun Adrisu went, was removed completely, and we also saw that Muntaka Mubarak also gone. In total, three of them were reshuffled. We saw two of them maintained. And that caused a massive uproar among the uh, minority ranks. It, and the conversation started about why is it that the parties will so much influence and power over the MPs in parliament that moves them to now toe the line of the party instead of government and state. The people who believe that this is something that must fundamentally change it's not been written into the new standing orders, and, and that now remains. This is a first test of this, right? We'll see. My colleagues and uh, I've been looking at that very closely, and today we've heard from some of the MPs themselves citing that same uh, provision in the Constitution. Conflicts with the standing orders. What takes precedent? Is a question I'll ask my guest when we sit down for a conversation. And as you know, at that time when it happens, talking about the uh, the, the chaos it caused within the NDC, a few things. We have 50 MPs who came forward and said they simply disagree with the party for going ahead with the, with the changes. In fact, positions were expressed. People objected to it. They said they would not even recognize the new leadership that had been installed by the national executives of the NDC. That was a massive lesson, I, I bet, for the MPP, and now they are facing same. I put that question to Osechi Mensabungsu himself last year when I interviewed him, whether there was going to be a reshuffle, and he gave me a very cryptic response that suggested he's head about it. In fact, he said he's head about it. That it was an attempt to remove him. Today, when we chased him and put that question to him, his response was, they should go ahead. So something definitely has been brewing. We'll get to the bottom of that, really, uh, when we stay for a conversation. So please stay with me. There's a far bigger conversation there to be had beyond just an attempt to reshuffle. In fact, it hasn't been described tonight. This is as a, as a field coup. Is it? I guess after this. PMS is always brought to you by Syntex Tanks. It is strong, it is tough. Alomo Bites experience greatness in every moment. Ghana AIDS Commission and Pepsodent. Every smile matters. And no matter your water needs, Syntex Tanks has it all. Uh, Syntex Tanks has first introduced the double layer tank, and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tanks has first introduced white inner layer tanks in Ghana. Uh, we now introduce you to the customer specs order. We let you order any color in size or preference. Syntex Tanks gives you the longest warranty of seven years, and no other time gives you that. So whatever your water consumption, size, or product or demand, choose Syntex Tanks. And we have agents nationwide. Call them on 244 or shop online at SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tanks, are you strong, are you tough? Why don't you use Pepsi then? Because they have the uh, fortified with the fluoride and micro-calcium ingredients sealing tiny individual holes in your teeth. This prevents cavities, keeps your teeth strong and mouth healthy. Pepsodent cavity comes in a 175G big family pack, 120G Japa pack, 65G and 12G sachet. So you have always options, something you can afford anytime. Use Pepsodent uh, to brush your teeth. And, you know, Pepsi and every smile matters. My guest joining me for a conversation tonight, uh, Andy Apiakubi is MP for Asantia Chem North uh, Constituency, uh, Dr. Rashid Jamal, Executive Director of the Africa Center for Parliamentary Affairs. And we're also joined uh, by Clector Zavoka. been a while since I spoke to him. The last time I did, I believe, was when the, majority, the minority side also experienced a, a shake-up, a massive shake-up. And it happened a day after the minority leader then Harun Adrusu was on the show uh, talking about his own vision and plan for parliament and his minority colleagues only for him to go the next morning. And so I'm delighted that I can talk to Clarence Vok on this about the bigger question. Um, How do you put the decision fairly and squarely in the hands of the minority or majority groups in parliament? Let's, Let's have that conversation. But if you missed what triggered this, this is Joe Sousu, the first... Deputy Speaker of Parliament addressing a press conference today. We are here to inform you 
show you to the world that the publication that are going wrong is not true, it's, not for, uh, it's false, that the caucus, the majority caucus, has not made any changes in its leadership. The majority caucus has not contemplated making any changes to its leadership. And that we tell the whole world, Ghana, to ignore any such publications. And then I want to assure you that we have confidence in the leadership as they are, and the status quo shall remain. We are aware that upon the nomination of one of the deputy whips as a minister, a replacement will be made. A replacement will be made by the caucus when we have had the opportunity and the time to consider the appropriate replacement. This is all the information we want to share with you and to through you tell the world that the leadership of the majority caucus has not changed, we have not contemplated any change, and we do have no intention to um, effect any changes in the leadership of the majority caucus. Which constitution that regulates MPP? The Parliament of Ghana has adopted standing orders which places the selection and and change of otherwise of leadership in the hands of the caucus and not anybody outside parliament. Why do, we, why do we not see the current leadership of the majority doing the press conference as a test now? But it's you. They are busy in the chamber and it's about them. It's about them. The rest of us must stand up for them. Let us effectively and efficiently and the rest of us must stand up for them. And indeed, <laughs> it doesn't need the leaders to say that we are not taking a decision. It is we, the members, we the caucus. We have not taken any such decision. We are not contemplating any such decision. Is there an external attempt to remove or say chairman's suppose you are speaker of your party, the leader of your party? You know? We are aware of any such thing. Nobody has discussed that with the caucus. And since nobody has the power to do that outside the caucus, there may be rules and intricacies, but the caucus in the parliament is aware of any attempt to remove any. Uh, triggered uh, a storm today in parliament among the minority side. And I, I want to get some clarity on something, by the way. And uh, thankfully, Andy Apiakubi is with me, uh, something that came up when I had a conversation with him the last time, because this all really came to a head on the back of the National Executive Committee meeting and the National Council meetings yesterday. And it has been confirmed without doubt, McMain, multiple sources have said publicly that this was part of the list of things to be considered, except that it wasn't when it came to it. And the leadership said they should sort of go and consult a bit more and return at least. McMinnu clarifies that. So, Ms. Ampiakubi, have we found out yet how this item, changing the leadership among the majority side, got onto the list of things to be considered at the National Executive Committee meeting and later the National Council meeting? I won't be able to tell how it came, but at all times... When we are summoned to a meeting, uh, we are served with um, the agenda for the meeting. And we were, we were served yesterday with the agenda. You saw this item on that agenda? It had an agenda item like that. Um, uh, proposed changes in the leadership of parliament. Uh, except that uh, we Oh, goodness. We're having a, a challenge there with his connection to us. He needs to get give us clarity. I'm getting, so, I'm sorry. Getting, yes, you're back I'm now, and I believe it's better. But I'm okay now. Yes, you're okay now, yes. You please backtrack a bit for me. So you were, you were given yes, the agenda. Sure. You saw that this proposed changes in the leadership of the majority was part of the items. That's where you are. That's where you were. Yes. Yes. But I'm telling you also that it was never discussed. Yes. It wasn't. The curiosity is, how did that get onto that agenda, by the way? 
wouldn't be able to tell you, except that uh, to confirm that at all times when we go to a meeting like that, they serve us with agenda items. And it was one of the items on the agenda. Yeah, but, but tell me, you know your party, this sort of agenda, how typically is it constructed in terms of how do they get to decide what gets on and what doesn't? Give me the process that gets into that. So we understand how this got there. Well, uh, normally it's the national executives who will prepare the agenda for the meeting. And like they will do this time around, they gave us the agenda for the meeting. And that was one of the agenda items. Is it safe then to assume that the national executives put it there? <clears throat> yes, as always. It is always the case that the general secretary will cause the agenda developed and serve us as members of the committee. Okay. So that offers clarity. Um, and if that's the case, then Joe Sowushu's concerns were founded, right? That the, the national executives or the party national secretary had found it necessary at least. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Put on the agenda a conversation around a proposal to change the leadership. Yes, uh, it had appeared on social media prior to the meeting. Uh, so I cannot confirm whether uh, the that item was supposed to solicit our endorsement or otherwise. It could have been both sides, whether on uh, maybe the, uh, that item was meant to be discussed in explanation given to indicate that it was not true or whether it was an invitation for us to comment on uh, that item in the hope of endorsing it. So it could be this way or the other way. But it was not discussed, so I won't be able to tell you the intentions of uh, the people who uh, posted it on the agenda. Today, Peter McMenu, who was also part of that meeting, was on this very channel. And he says, yes, it was there to be discussed. And it was actually, he says, suggested that some members of the minority had actually suggested it. And that's how it got onto the agenda. Some members of the minority. Some members of the some members majority? some members of the majority have suggested it, and that's how I got on the agenda. Well, I cannot confirm that because we have we as the majority caucus have never discussed that item in any of our caucus meetings, and I wouldn't confirm that uh, it has ever been discussed. No, not that I have been part of the meetings, but. Uh, if, um, former chairman is saying that it's coming from the majority side. I will be very surprised because we as the caucus has never discussed that. So I'll be very surprised. Uh, but I can tell you that I have always been part of the caucus meetings. We have never discussed any such item. Uh, let me bring in Cletus Avoka. Cletus Avoka, what, 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 what's your take on this? I mean, we, got, we get some clarity there that, yes, it was in the agenda for National Executive uh, Committee discussion, and then subsequently the National Council. And he's explained how the agenda is crafted and the processes that leads to the list to be considered. He says the, the party does that. The General Secretary and his team will do that. So you are very familiar with, with this. When you heard about this, what was your initial reaction? 
thank you, um, uh, Mr. Um, Imams. I am not a member of the majority side, the NPP for that matter, so I do not want to dwell deep into their official matters or party matters. But as a general principle, uh, I would say that um, if we know one harmony in our caucuses in Parliament, the best thing is when you move the idea, don't put it into social media or any other forum, but just engage the caucus on the quiet to say that these are the ideas that we have and we want to bounce it on you or discuss with you so we can come to a consensus. When that happens and there's a way of, uh, there's some sort of consensus built, they cannot come to a social media. But where members do not have any idea about the subject and it is read in social media, then it brings surprise and therefore brings complete conflict within the majority side or within the, the caucus and then the executive. So that is something that we should watch out, that before something comes out concerning the caucus, we should endeavor to engage members of the caucus before you bring it out to the, to the public domain. Mm. Otherwise, there will be a friction. And this is exactly what has happened. Uh, and, which is important. Yeah. And Dr. Dramani, you say that this is actually a failed attempt to remove the leadership. Yes, Evans. I think, um, you know, if you listen carefully to uh, Honorable Apiokubi and then you uh, listen to the press conference today and then you read between the lines what we were hearing on social media. I think, you know, the somebody or some group within the caucus, uh, you know, in uh, working together with maybe some people at party headquarters made that attempt, but they realized that, you know, the rank and file, the troops in parliament were not, you know, behind this idea. And uh, I think they took a very quick retreat, maybe learning from what happened uh, during the reshuffle that we saw within the leadership of the NDC. Because, look, Evans, when, when you look at what happened during the change in NDC, I mean, we saw, I mean, the put, I mean, like the the leader, the whip, and so on, they were all taken off. But here is a case, I think we are seeing um, a situation where there are suggestions that a deputy majority leader is the one who is going to take over from mm. the, the majority leader. Is there, is there a division within the caucus? Um, is, is there one camp that supports you know, the deputy leader, another camp that supports the leader. You know, for me, when I heard about all these events, I just said, well, this is a failed coup, and uh, and it speaks to the fact that, you know, an institution that is supposed to be the example of our democracy is itself not living by the core tenets of democracy, including transparency, uh, 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 and so on, um, participation in the processes of decision-making. You know, how can, I mean, a body like Parliament, that is supposed to be one that truly, you know, symbolizes our democracy. Uh, a group in Parliament or one side of Parliament, or indeed the two caucuses, because I still go back to what happened during the NDC. Uh, reshuffle. It wasn't properly done, and I, mm. I mean, I continue to stand by that. Like uh, Honorable Avoka said, you know, you have to build consensus before you come out and uh, and make this decision. Otherwise, I mean, Ghanaians are made to feel as if uh, you know, put the ND, uh, the MPs there, and someone or some group is sitting somewhere. I mean, directing them in terms of how to make decisions. Yeah, um, that is that is not how we want our democracy to be run. Except that, though, that the party's constitution also uh, gives voice to what should happen in, in in terms of the leadership structure in parliament and who has the final say in that structure. And and Andy Apia could be that matter came up today at the press conference, 
And Joe Sousu was asked a question about the party's constitution on the subject, right? Because he was making the, an emphatic point that nobody else other than the caucus itself can, can select their leaders. I want to quote to you what the party's constitution says, Mr. Piakubi. Article 13 under the parliamentary group 2 says, the election of the leader, the deputy leader, the chief whip, the deputy chief whip of the parliamentary group shall be done by the National Council. That's your party's constitution. That, that takes the matter, from what I yes, read, what... out of the hands of the, of the, of the caucus. Yes. Yes, that is what it is in our party's um, constitution. But as you know, the party's constitution is an arrangement that manages the relationship between members of the party in the party. But here we have uh, an enactment of parliament that should uh, control relationships and procedures in parliament. So immediately you know that uh, the enactment will take precedence over the party's constitution. And this, the enactment is a matter of law. And in fact, if we have been doing this by the party's constitution, it becomes precedent. And as we all know, in all cases, precedent will only follow the law. It's not the other way around. And therefore, when the party's constitution comes into conflict with the enactment of parliament, it is the enactment of parliament that takes precedent. And in such a situation of conflict of rules or laws or rules of engagement, it is always the case that the enactment will take precedent. And that is what has happened. Uh, Mr. Kasevaka, you, you've, been, you've been a leader before. Let me ask you that question. Um, yes. Andy Apekubi makes that point. But the Constitution recognizes that you, you are elected into Parliament on the ticket of a political party to the extent that when you cross carpet, you actually lose your seat, that you have to go for a, a, a by-election. A by so so why, why, how can you then say that the party should not have a say because you have standing orders that have been enacted. The party is supreme in this matter, is it not? Yes, yes. Nobody is saying that um, as a matter of principle, the party should stay aloof or should not be involved in this exercise. You know, nobody is saying that. I think what we are saying generally is that notwithstanding the MPP party constitution provisions, that is the duty of the National Executive Committee to reshuffle or appoint leaders in Parliament. Behind the scenes, they must consult the caucus of the majority side to say that this is what we have in mind, and then these are the people that we are proposing. What do you say? They have to do that, because they have to have consensus between the National Executive and the caucus in Parliament. Otherwise, your matter, you know, about 90%, if not 99% of government work passes through Parliament. And if there's a friction between Parliament and the executive, then you have challenges. I think, secondly, I think we have to deepen democracy. We should look at best international practices. For example, if we go to the U.S. or U.K., it is the caucuses that elect their leadership. But they can do so in consultation with the party executive. Now we have uh, standing orders that we adopted on the 6th of February 2024 that has departed materially from the old standing order that we used to have prior to the uh, 6th of February 2024. Before the 6th of February 2024, uh, the external orders of parliament provided that the party will designate the leadership of their caucus, whatever that means. You can interpret it in two ways. When they say the party will designate, does it mean that the party can appoint the caucus leaders without reference to the caucus persons who are going to be superintended by the caucus leadership? They have to have trust faith and confidence in their leadership. So they have to have a say. Now, MPs are elected to go to Parliament. The President, the Vice President are elected. Then we come to the Parliament. The Parliament is the bastion of democracy. Parliament is a symbol of democracy. If there's no Parliament, then it is a dictatorship or it is not a democracy. So if we have to practice democracy outside and we come into the Parliament House or the Chamber, there might be not only be democracy, but there might be seen to have democratic principles applying to us all in that place. So... I think that the new standing orders is very clear. I believe that um, my good friend, 
was trying to uh, allude to the new standing orders. If you look at the new standing order we adopted just about a month ago, it says that the caucus in parliament, the majority caucus member in parliament, will decide who are their leaders, will elect their own leaders. The minority side will also elect their own leaders. This is a new development. I think this has been developed because of the past antecedents that we have had before. So I think that the, 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 the MPP have realized that they, what they were doing was sinning against the, the standard orders of the, I mean, of the party, I mean of the of parliament, and therefore they have required or they have, uh, like some people have called a failed coup or etc. I, I think that we should marry the two together. You see, there is reason behind the party having a say or some, some sense into it. We are talking about participatory democracy. We are talking about balancing your party and their positions. So the party will normally want to use parliament to balance some of the equities, inequities that they might have had in National Executive Committee, etc. So in that vein, the party may have a say as to how your leadership can, be, can emerge. For example, the party can say that we want a leader from this region or from this part of the country or from this background. And that should guide members of the caucus to, to, to follow suit. And if they say they want somebody from the Upper East Region or Northern Sector, then that will guide us. Then we will then choose somebody from that particular area. That will balance the equation, or that will bring efficiency and then the, 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 I mean, the different democracy in the party setup. So I think that there is a balancing act between Parliament and then the, 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 the national executive of each of the parties. Mm. And you have to do things at the background before they come to the public domain. Yeah. That is what is lacking, and this is what is causing the confusion. Except that when you quoted the new standing orders, you say the majority and minority caucuses will have the responsibility of electing their own leaders. Does, that, exactly. does the new standing orders say that in addition to in consultation with the party, or it, it limits itself solely to a decision made by the caucus? I, that is a lacuna that I observed this evening, and I was talking to one of my colleagues in Parliament that the provision just says that the caucus, uh, the other... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The majority of the minor caucuses will elect their leaders in parliament. It didn't say in consultation with the party executive. Mm. But you cannot legislate on everything. There are certain things that we have to do by practice and convention. But you and me know, you and me know that in the UK, they don't have a written constitution. If you take the American Constitution, it's just about 10, uh, 15 pages governing that big, big country. So there are certain issues that we must must learn to be practiced by convention or, 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 or just uh, practical uh, common sense that I, I, with due respect I, wa I want to say. So even though it is provided there that the caucus, majority caucus or minority caucus can or should elect their own members, they will definitely do so in consultation with the, with the National Executive Committee because they are in the same boat. They are in this game together. They are in this team together. The coach consults. Even sometimes we consult the captain of the team. We consult the technical bench. They work in harmony. So I will suggest, I will humbly uh, plead with national executives and caucuses that we have to, we have to work this together. We have to synergize. Uh, we have to come together and then do things at the, at the background so that before we come to the public domain, there's no way that in parliament you can just elect your leaders without reference to your, or your party executives of the party. There's no way that the party should just sit down and then name leadership of the caucus without the, the, the members of parliament. There are no more children. They are grown-ups, and parliament is a bastion of democracy. So if we are elected into parliament, then we should follow the elections in parliament and deepen democracy. But we must have consensus. We must have, let, we must have practicality. Let, let me ask you. You oppose publicly the reshuffle that happened in your own ranks in the minority, the imposition of new leaders on the, on the caucus there. Are you convinced that if this new standing orders were enforced then, 
it would have prevented the party from carrying out that reshuffle? No, events. Uh, uh, we have gone beyond the NDC matter. I, I, I know. I'm just. I ask that because. I ask that because. How do you? I ask that because. How do you enforce the standing order when you have a party that wants to make a change because they see a different path to electoral victory and they believe that a new crop of leaders must happen, whether the caucus want it or not. You think the standing orders will stop a political party that is determined? To impose a change? To what benefit will the national executive or a particular party want to do what they want without consensus or without informing the caucus in parliament? What benefit would they, uh, would they, would they get? It wouldn't be useful. You are referring to the NDC matter. I mean, if you look at Article 10 of the two of the NDC constitution, it, it says that the party uh, will regulate the inter integral organs of the of the party and parliament is one of the integral organs of the NDC. So there was a provision that said that gave the national executive authority to to regulate what is happening in parliament. Now, if you look at that one, it doesn't. It is. It can be ambiguous or it can be. It is intended to 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 blend the two together. Yes, you have the authority to to determine who becomes the leadership, but just consult them, give them the benefit of the doubt, so that they don't complain that you have you have slighted them or you, you don't respect them and the rest of them. I think that they too might work in harmony. So it is against that background the NDC was done. But I have said, we have gone through our challenges, we have closed our ranks, we are very united, and we are poised for the, uh, December 2024, as far as the NDC is concerned. I mean, Andy Apiakubi, on, on that same subject now, so are you clear in your minds uh, at this time this evening right now that this subject of either an imminent reshuffling in parliament has been put to bed and there isn't any conversation that will happen either tomorrow or in the lead up to the 2024 elections about a change considering that it was once on an agenda to be considered by NEC and the national council are you convinced that it's off the table at this time uh, we are clear in our minds that uh we are clear in our minds that uh, we have a, a party leadership parliament uh, already in place. And uh, much as uh, we read on social media about uh, attempts or intentions, uh, the agenda item was dropped in our meeting and therefore has not been discussed at all. Mm -hmm. But as uh, my senior colleague was saying, if at all the party would want to have a say in this election of our leaders. I think they may make some suggestions, or we could, together with our party, draw out some modalities through which we could select our leaders. So the consultation now is for parliament or the parliamentary group to consult with the leadership of our party in trying to design a formula for selection of our party's leadership in parliament. So the consultation is important. Uh, we must do it together, but uh, as per the rules, uh, it must be done uh, through the caucus with input from the party. I think that would be a win-win situation. But uh, at least uh, that uh, takes a different position than we used to have as President Hardy, that the party's leadership will select the leaders for us. I don't want to believe that even in the past when the leadership of the party selected the leaders of the parliamentary group, there was no consultation at all. I want to believe that there were uh, different levels of consultation when it came to selecting the leadership of our parliamentary caucus in the past. So, sir, it be uh, now if the caucus were to select its leadership, obviously we will do that in consultation with the mother party. So I, I think that that kind of harmony is necessary for our collective uh, progress and collective um, agenda in, in the run-up to the elections of 2024. I mean, Dr. Rashid Rahman, this, this, this actually opens up a whole new conversation, a conversation we've having for a while about, I mean, where the party's influence on their members in parliament, the limits to that. Um, what sort of influence is acceptable for you? 
considering how powerful the party, you have a whip system. A whip system, in essence, has been put there so that it, the party will have some influence in whipping people to, to toe the line, if you may. What, what sort of influence is acceptable? Well, I mean, Evans, I think the parties are always going to have uh, some level of influence on, on their members because, like you said, they were all elected on the tickets of, uh, of these parties. But for me, I think at the end of the day, the key thing is, you know, the process, how the processes are managed in terms of decision-making between party headquarters and parliament. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to create an impression that, you know, these elected members are there to take instructions, you know, without a say from party headquarters. So at the end of the day, I think for me, uh, there's always going to be influence, uh, but most of the influence, I mean, we know over the years, uh, uh, has been behind the scenes. You consult, you negotiate, you give and you take, and at the end of the day, you arrive at a decision that when that decision is made by the party, uh, you know, the whole caucus is behind that decision. Because, look, I mean, until we uh, get rid of this political party system, which I think is not possible in the foreseeable future, we are going to have to continue to live with this situation where the political parties exert a lot of influence to the extent that you know, if you even defy the orders of the party or you are seen to be a rebel, and I think that we we have examples, I mean, uh, in recent times, I mean, within the MPP caucus, uh, uh, where, you know, I mean, we know, I mean, even though publicly nobody is saying it, people were punished, I mean, at the, I mean, at the primaries because, I mean, they, they led certain kind of, uh, took certain positions that were, uh, seen not to be in tandem with the position of the party. So that influence is always going to be there. But I think it has to be done in a way that gives us the confidence, you know, that at least there is some democracy happening in Parliament. You know, that at the end of the day, there is inclusion, there is participation, and, uh, and there is transparency in how decisions are made. You know, otherwise, um, you know, we are going to have a, I mean, a situation where, as you know, already, I mean, Parliament is one of the institutions in our republic, as well as in many republics, that is not trusted. I mean, data after data after data, sometimes even the presidency is trusted by the citizenry more than Parliament, and that is quite disturbing. And you, and you, blame, and you blame the overbearing party influence for this? Well, I mean, that is part of it. Because if we have a situation where, for instance, you know, people think that somebody sits somewhere at the party headquarters because, I mean, the uh, leaders of the political party and then the direct members of parliament on this matter we wanted to vote in this way. Um, I don't think an institution like that would endear itself to, to the people. So that is part of, I mean, there are so many other issues. I mean, issues that sometimes... Cannot, cannot be discussed in, in public. But I think uh, that is, this is part of, part of the problem. Mm. So I, I want to hear from the MPs themselves on, on this subject. It's, it's a recurring theme. Sometimes when big decisions are about to be made in Parliament, you actually see the general secretaries come to the House and they sit in the chamber in some, in some cases because they want to ensure that the MPs in the House vote according to what the party prescription is. So we see that play out. And then when it comes to making a decision on leadership, they say, well, leave it to us. But, I, but I'm curious on the and the Apiakubi. When the, the consultations happen around leadership changes and their disagreements, whose voice remains the ultimate? Is it that of the members the, in the caucus or the party? Where do you stand on that? Well, as you rightly said, in the past we have had situations where party leadership comes to, uh, to 
caucus meetings for us to think through uh, issues together and maybe arrive at consensus for the caucus to carry. It is always the case that it's the business of the household so to take the party to work through the, the caucus. So uh, most of the time, before you see the general secretaries and party executives come to sit uh, in, in the house, uh, in the gallery, you will see that they will have had uh, audience with the caucus. We have will have discussed the issues together with the party leadership, and we have built consensus within uh, the party and the, the caucus. And the party would have left those decisions for the caucus to implement in the house. So it is not uh, for them to come and observe. We would have had some direction. We would have had some uh, negotiated positions for us to carry for and on behalf of the party through uh, the caucus. So that is how it will always be. Because we cannot have a caucus speaking against the party's position or the parties speaking against the caucus position. So the consultation will always be uh, the way to go. But at the end of it, when a position is taken, person to some kind of uh, discussions and agreements, then it will take the caucus to deliver in the plenary. So uh, when the caucus is also delivering, it will be the position, the agreed position of both caucus and party. And um, as my senior was saying, uh, there is an absence of uh, a caveat that says that you have to consult with your party leadership in taking decisions. But uh, although it is absent, there is also implied um, realization that the decision must represent also the interests of the general party. And therefore, there is a need for a consultation. Although the rules do not mention consultation, it is uh, something that we cannot also ignore. And therefore, I believe strongly that under any circumstance, the, the caucus will have to also consult with uh, the leadership of the party. Or uh, uh, the procedure processes we have to go through in the election of our leaders will be determined by a collaboration between the caucus and the leaders. The criteria will be set and agreed upon between the caucus and the leadership of the parties. So in the end, the selection would have been uh, done through an agreed modality. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Great format or a great process so that it will represent the interest and aspiration of both party and caucus. And Mr. Baga, on that point, is it essential now that this has come up again that yes, the standing orders have spelled it out, but it's not as detailed in terms of the modalities and the processes just as uh, Andy Apia could be talking about. Isn't the time now to flesh this out a bit more to avoid room for maneuvering the next time this comes around? Yes, I, I, I think so. I believe that the most important thing is uh, to to the, what we have provided in the statutes now, like the standard order extra, is the skeleton. We need to add some uh, the skeleton or bones. We need to add some flesh to it. Uh, you can only add flesh to it if the two sides meet. I mean, the caucus and then the 
the, the executive uh, uh, branch of the party, they meet and then fashion modalities, ways and means of trying to arrive at the consensus of getting leadership in parliament. Admit, admittedly, um, the national executive have more information than MPs in the house because while they're in the party office, they have information or uh, concerns from 275 constituencies. As an MP, I may have a concern from my own my own constituency. So one is out of 75. So I mean 275. So we have to respect decisions from the national executive committee. So sometimes there's a party position that the MP may not appreciate. So that is a time that the party may come and hold a caucus meeting to say that this that this issue is, has a political connotation. This is the way we want you to go. And then we discuss the ways of means or the modalities and come to a consensus. But the critical thing is the election of um, caucus leaders in parliament. I think that is a, a gray area still. Notwithstanding the provisions in the standard orders, the constitution of the party or the national constitution, it's still a gray area. And I think that it is important that uh, having regard to what happened in the NDC last year and what is happening now in the MPP, we, we look at it holistically and that to fashion our modalities to, 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 to add meat to it so that we can we can have a consensus between parliament and then the, the, the actual executive. Okay. Part, we are all in a party ticket to parliament. Mm. Um, even if we are independent, you know, our, our constitution says they must belong to the minority side or majority side. So if we have been supported or, or sponsored by a party to come to parliament, you must listen to the parliament. But the, the national executive also know that these are members of parliament. They are democratically elected. So the democracy might be deepened. And therefore, their leadership, they might have a say so that they can have confidence in them. And when you have confidence in your leadership, you are prepared to do whatever they tell you on the floor of the house. That is why when you see the one who are in the chamber, the chief whip or any of them will turn and put, raise his hand and say, don't talk, keep quiet, do this, do that. And they, they listen and obey. That's because of the confidence they have in the leadership. If there's no confidence, he will be saying, uh, let's listen to this and then people will be walking out and then that will be, that will be very unfortunate. So I think that from these two experiences or examples, we need to set up and then fashion up better and then more acceptable processes for electing leadership in parliament. Uh, thank you very much, Cletus Ovoka, a former leader himself uh, on the side of the NDC. Uh, and the APR Kubi, I'm grateful. And also to you, uh, Dr. Rashid Draman. Enjoy the rest of the evening. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.